Welcome, everybody, to season two of Life in the World to Come. We'll find, find and play air horn sounds. Uh, find, <coughs> find some air horn sounds and play them. Figure out where the air horns will. We needed air horns. You didn't have the, you gotta have the air horns in season two. We're back. It's, we did it a second time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, there, this, this is about the closest I got to air horn. Welcome into our spooky season two mansion. <laughs> season two, all new, uh, all different. Life in the world to come. Season two. It's uh, this is uh, this this is uh, gonna be where the uh, the 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 production quality takes off. Uh, we uh, we got proper backing. We fired we're, our whole animation staff. We got cool new character designs. We're like we're we're really just starting from the ground up here. We're we, really excited to we, be. We replaced all of our S's with Z's. Yep, we've. I'm we've, Chris now, and I'm. Wi- uh, You're still Will. Yep, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't get a, a cool Z name. Um, I will, but it's spelled O U I L L. Oh shit! O will, O wheel. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's just how that's all right. Cool. Well, uh, welcome to season Life in the two. World to Come, season two. It's, how, how you been? It's been a minute. We yeah, haven't done this in a while. It's been several. I've been well. Uh, I have been, you know, just laying around, uh, very unhappy. <laughs> um, I've been in my pajamas for this whole time. I've changed yeah. out of them a couple of times, but only for a few hours. Um, for, for like my granddad's 90th birthday <laughs> and like one or two like pseudo dates. And, um, that's it. I'd, the rest of the time has been spent... Um, ordering DoorDash and then getting refunds, um, and, uh, uh, it's, it's truly been beautiful to watch you over the course of this podcast become me. It's been, it's so, it's like, ah, yes, welcome to my world, Will. You, you're, you're contagious. I'm, I'm like, uh, you're, you're just, you're putting out these, these vibes that these, are these rearranging. These vibes. These. Your, your very presence is rearranging my molecules. And it's, it's like you're, you're just a but isn't it easier radioactive this way? monster. Isn't it, it just easier this way to be just sad and dirty? <laughs> there's a freedom in it, isn't there? There, there is. It, but, well, tell me there's a freedom in it. <laughs> 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 uh, I've never felt so liberated. Good. Um, yep. I'm, Me neither. Um, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I had to re-up my mood stabilizers. I'm so free. So, Good. Uh, you know, just... Cool. Uh, yeah. It's just the, the freedom oh, of no. psychiatric distress. It's, it's great. It's, it's, it's been, uh, it's, it's been a wild ride. I went to Las Vegas. I did a Christmas Ooh. and, uh... Um, and, and happy new year. I had a new year's resolution and it fell flat on its face within like a week and a half. And, uh, I, um, uh, I, I, I watched yeah. you on Vegas through your Instagram story. It sounded it, fun. It, it was fun. Yeah. That was, uh, that was, it was a huge mistake on so cool. many levels That's good. Uh, as it tends to be. And, um, uh, it, it's a terrible, terrible place. It is a, 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 a massive, it's just this oasis of sin in the middle of the desert. It is a palace of just humanity's darkest instincts. And um, and I learned a lot about myself, primarily that I should never be in Las Vegas. 
um, it's it's not healthy. See, it's interesting to like see your perspective on the whole thing because like I remember watching it while and, and like you know not not to go into it, but like well there was some stuff happening at the old Chris Dunn household uh, during during that period of time, and just like just like sitting in my room. Uh, sad, thinking, fuck, like, God, I wish, I wish I could be anywhere else than here. Just, I wish could, just, I just want to be doing anything else than being here. And then going on Instagram and it's just, Viva Las Vegas! <laughs> just like Will Wood having fun with the boys. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah, but, you uh, know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's an, ex- that's, uh. Yeah, that's no, sh- like, clearly, like, like, you're only showing the fun parts. Right, the I'm, parts where I'm you not, lose lots of money and, uh. Right, and, and my friends have miniature psychotic breaks. Mm, and I'm fun. stumbling around the circus circus with a head full of ether a la Fear <laughs> Loathing in Las Vegas, you know. Uh, you know, this German fucking a polar bear over there. Um, <laughs> so, you know, don't, don't envy, uh, don't envy all of it. I took budget airlines and it, it, that was terrifying. Um, mm. I had to like black out on, uh, on Valium to make it through. I used to be able to like, I used to be really good at planes cause like yeah. my family traveled a lot when I was a little kid, mm. but like I had to take a plane last year and I was just having a panic attack the whole time. Yeah. And planes are the worst thing ever. It started shaking a little bit and I was like, Oh, this is it. This is, this is how, this is how it's gonna, this is how it shakes out. Well, it's, it's weird because like, I know that statistically you're way more likely to die in a car accident than on a plane. Yeah. That plane crashes are very rare. There are hundreds, thousands of planes flying every single day and only like sometimes, a couple times a year, one of them goes down. And the likelihood of dying in a plane crash, very, very slim. However, it is a giant tube of metal being flown <laughs> through the air and, and flying miles above the ground propelled by explosions. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, it's, and you're contained. You have that, that, that thought where you're like, oh, I'm going, I guess, a bajillion miles an hour right now? <laughs> My brain has no capacity to understand what is happening or how fast I'm going. You look or what happens window. if literally any of it goes wrong. You, you look out the window and it just... It's just wrong. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to be there. God is like, stop. And I'm just I'm just sitting and hoping that the pilot is not as drunk as apparently pilots often are. Yeah, as, as much as popular culture would leave me to believe, which is all the time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I've, I've, I, there are like subreddits that pilots get together on, <laughs> like, you know, forums online. Apparently pilots are just like always participating in orgies in hotels and doing cocaine and drinking, and they're just, like, the rock stars of public transportation. Yeah, and well, it's, it attracts the kind of people who are like, well, I would like to spend my life never sleeping or being at home. That's apparently what a pilot's life is like, and I feel like every pilot is, like, a BoJack Horseman-type character. <laughs> yeah. They're all just wild and just, just the Just depraved the, the and... first uh, 20 seconds of uh, Sisyphus by Andrew Bird playing in the background <laughs> of their heads at all times. Yeah, it's, um... <laughs> There's, there's, uh, I, I just hear a lot about the life of a pilot, and I saw that Denzel Washington movie. Um, uh, was it Denzel Washington? Uh, there was, there was a movie about this, this yeah, I think it was pilot. Denzel, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Denzel Washington. All right. So this pilot in this movie, he he lands a plane upside down in because there's some horrible thing wrong with the plane, and he's regarded as a hero. But the problem is that the only reason he had to land the plane upside down is because he was fucking trashed. And it was totally his fault that there was an emergency in the first place. And he has to live with this regret and all this pain and all of all of these just like he he just it's it's a curse being regarded as a hero when you know you're not one. And um, I saw this movie in a state mandated class after getting <laughs> a DUI as a teenager. 
Uh, apparently, that's what they do, is they just make you go to a room and watch a movie about a drunk pilot. Because, like, I, I haven't seen that movie, but I, I've heard enough about it that it's, that, like, the kind of, like, part of it is that, like, yeah, but he's, like, so good at what he does that it's kind of okay. Right. <laughs> like, but, they, like, they don't necessarily fully come down on his alcoholism being a bad thing. Like, Yeah, no, he's very much painted as the victim, um, <laughs> of, you know, of his own, you know, disease, but... Right, but still, like, don't show, like, a, just a movie movie. No, like, that uh, was really weird. Yeah. That was really, really weird that I went into this, like, this, I, I, I don't know, this very clearly state-funded room in a building <laughs> that, like, was dedicated for, like, rehabilitating or re-educating people who have made this error, and they sit us all down in desks, uh, on desks, at desks, <laughs> fucking, they put us in desks. They, 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 <laughs> they, uh, they, um, like a college classroom, and they turned on a movie, and they're like, "This is a bad pilot starring Denzel Washington." <laughs> it's 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 a, a cautionary tale, um, apparently. Um, I didn't learn anything from that, but. It, it was. It was just very like just the idea of someone watching that movie and being like, "Yeah, this is pe- people whose lives are falling apart should watch this." It's yeah. I don't understand. I just, I just, I'm just surprised they showed us fiction. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it like, was it was based on a true story, but it was a it was a dramatic film. No, the the thing is that like if you're going to show like cautionary tale fiction stuff to a classroom full of alcoholics, the social contract is that at a bare minimum it has to be like. Like a weird instructional video made by like a company in in Paramus, New Jersey. Yeah. Who just like it's like the, oh three bad actors and like but like the gore effects are really good for some reason. And it should like it should be like it should be like a weird and surreal experience. It shouldn't be like an actual movie starring famous movie star Denzel Washington. No, it it should be a VHS tape produced right. in nineteen ninety three. Yeah. That was funded by Fucking Should mad. be like a VHS tape funded in like 2007 for some reason. Like well after VHS has become <laughs> a dead technology, but like they're still like they just. It should be a black and white reel to reel. It should be uh, shown from a projector in the back of the room, <laughs> and then at the end we should be taking a test based on what we just watched, and instead we watched Bad Pilot, yeah. the movie. And then it and then it finished and like a guy came out to the front of the classroom and was like, "You good? You good? Okay. Yeah. It Drive was, safe, everybody." It was like it was like mandated six hours, and I don't remember what else we did because uh, I was quite drunk. Um, <laughs> okay, let's move on to the podcast. Let's 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 do the thing. Uh, All right. The the world doesn't need to know about the 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 details of my criminal past. But what the world does need to know about is the fact that it's not it's not long. For itself, what the the world? Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we get, figured not, it out. Yeah, that was a difficult sentence. Yeah, everything I said made sense. Yeah, for our, this is a podcast where we talk about the apocalypse because it's coming, and we're going to tell you how to do things after it happens. It's because you're going to need that information soon. Based on the last eight minutes of this podcast, I'm sure that was obvious that that's what uh, we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, one one thing that's not going to change in season two is that we're not going to get more focused. It's only going to get stranger so. and uh, less... 
this is just going to, it's just going to, it's just going to be, look, I won't go to therapy, but I will do this podcast. And that's what this podcast and, will and, be and eventually. It's, and it's going to be clear <laughs> that that's what it is. Yep. And we're eventually, I think this podcast could be mostly dedicated to us, you know, picking apart the, uh, the various events in our lives and our psychodynamics so that we can make some progress. And yes. At the end of this podcast, we're, we're going to. Like you know, every two dudes podcast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime so. two guys make a podcast, <laughs> regardless of what they set out to do, it will eventually devolve into them discussing their weird personal problems. Yeah, and, you know, I, uh, I, I, I think that that's um, already, already there. What do you think? Should we close that door, or should we just? Yeah, have, I'm gonna I'm gonna close that. Door. Or should we just have background stuff in in the? I, I think I think it's I think it's it's door closed. Time. Let's know. let's let's close that door. Is this gonna get edited out? Who knows? Maybe the rest of this podcast will be so oh, I, I movingly, right profoundly unfunny. That this will this will that this will have to stay in because there's not enough to take out. Hello, hey. Ronald, my TikTok brother. Everybody, it's Ronald, it's my Ronald, TikTok brother. It's Ronald, brother. the TikTok man. Ronald, would you like to <laughs> say hello to the good people uh, of the Life in the World to Come fandom? You don't have to. <clears throat> oh, he's shy today. <laughs> All right, there you go. Our first question, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they haven't gotten any of this for like a month. And like, <laughs> that was just us talking about how... I want to say we're off to a rough start, but honestly, this is... This is... Entirely within, uh, like it's it's, this, it's it's on brand. Yeah, this we're is doing, this is this is what they've come to expect. This is who we are. Yeah, what they think we're going to take a month off and things were going to be different. No, if anything, we've had a month for things to calcify and just we, get real, real. This is our minds have stagnated. Yeah, there there's like mold growing inside my improv centers of my brain. You know, this is I think this is technically episode twenty. Wow. Yeah. Hey, congratulations on 20 episodes. So, yeah, we've done, we did 19 episodes. It took 19 episodes for us to get to a point where we kind of knew what we were doing. And then we took a month off and lost all of it. I so have our no first question is... Wait, we have a question. Yes. Our first question, we're going to do questions now, is this part of the podcast. That's our first question... The point of the podcast. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> first question is, uh, is from Olivia. Hello. I was thinking that after the event happens that I'm going to need uh, a pack of animals to go uh, hunting or do other survival shit with. Is it a better idea to stay in NYC and tame a pack of subway rats or to venture out into the desert and tame a swarm of lizards, preferably the cool ones that shoot blood out of their eyes? Then again, after the event, that could be all of them. Thanks, Olivia. Okay. Well, Olivia, thanks for writing in. Um... I appreciate that question because it's something that I've like wanted to talk about for a while now. Just so, rats, y- yes, okay. rats and the desert. You and see, the de- uh, New York City will most likely be at least half desert. Yeah, the climates of the world, the biomes of the world, are going to be all shuffled around. Uh, most likely, you're going to see cityscapes turn into either oceans or uh, deserts or forests. You know. Ivy and plant yeah. life and various yeah. fauna are going to overtake. Uh, you remember that Discovery Channel show where they oh, said, yeah, where it's like yeah, they were like, they imagine if human like, beings just all disappeared for no reason, what would happen? Which yeah, is and like, apparently it's it's going to be like vines everywhere within fifteen minutes, just like yeah, right away. It, it was, was disturbingly fast. Everything will be covered in like fauna. It was a and, very strange concept for yeah. a show, weirdly specific. But, but the the point is, Olivia, is that I think the good news here is that you're not going to have to choose between uh, New York City and desert because they will be one and the same. Right, there will be very few 
times where you have to choose between the type of landscape you mm-hmm. want to live in because you'll be only a stone's throw away from the exact opposite of the kind of place you're in. You know, and that's the thing is also like you're not going to have to choose between rats and lizards because at the, by, by by that point mutations will have progressed to a point where there's not going to be a, a noticeable difference between the two. Yeah, rats, lizards, yeah, same basic thing. Just like a weird, just like most small animals are going to be just kind of like a lump, just kind of like a carapace. Just like a chitinous rock. Well, you just used two words that in a can, row like, that I did not understand. Just what, like, what did you say? Like a carapace is like the, the, the hard shell outside a bug. Oh. So like, and chitin is the stuff that a carapace is made out of. Okay. So, so just kind of like pseudo bone material. Like... Well, Okay, so that, yeah. that sounds accurate. Yeah, that mm. sounds like the kind of thing you're going to see. You're going to see lizard rats with a carapace body. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Is that... Yeah. Is that, am I using the word correctly? Yeah, you learned a new word today. I'm going to forget it. Um, <laughs> and because uh, I have no use for that word. I don't, I don't know how you were holding on to that word long enough to bring it... Well, you, you do do a here, podcast but... about the apocalypse. It might come up again. All right, I'm carapace, 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 carapace. carapace. The word of the day is carapace. So you're going to see these rat lizard beasts, and y- y- can you tame them? Absolutely, because they're just looking for something to do. You know, because yeah. they spend most of their lives underground. You know, finding little morsels of food or eating each other, and you know, they're they're just yeah, they don't have a lot going on for them. So you can wrangle a couple and just be like, hey guys, do you want to? You know, yeah, what are you up do to? Do a podcast? Yeah, and, like you want to do a podcast? And it's just and sure. after you're done, smite my enemies. And, and you know, if there's time. I don't know. What do you got going on this afternoon? You can train rats very easily. You mm-hmm. can't train lizards very easily because they're in, they're so dumb. Right? Lizards are <laughs> so dumb. But you know, um, split the difference. Yeah, exactly. You could probably get a bunch of rats to eat somebody for you. Yeah, and as for the blood shooting out of the eyes thing, you don't need anybody to do that for you. You're no. going to be able to shoot blood out of your eyes. Yeah, at almost close your nose and just kind of try to breathe out of it. Right, and you're gonna it's it's that's all you need. You know when you like have to like pop your eardrums in an airplane. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of feel. It's it's the same thing. Only instead a a, a, a pinpoint stream yeah. of blood will shoot out of your eyes like one of those uh, water. Uh, uh, saws, you know yeah, what I'm talking no, about? Exactly, yes. It's going to be like one of those things. Yeah, and it's going to be great for like if someone, you know, if you're being threatened by a larger predator or if someone asks you an uncomfortable question you don't feel like <laughs> answering. Yeah. It's, there's going to be a lot of good uses for you that. You run into somebody from high school who you like really, <laughs> yeah. you, you want to do a stop and chat at most. Right. You know, <laughs> and you don't even really want that. Because you guys weren't close in high school. You don't really knew. As a matter of fact, he might have been a dick to you. Yeah. But like, you're both adults now and like it's rare to see somebody who you grew up with and so this person's a lot yeah. more excited to see you than you are to see them or if there's like a masked man covered in chains trying to steal your gold there's a lot of things that you can do <laughs> shoot by like shooting there's a lot of a lot of uses for being able to shoot blood out of your eyes yeah and so which it's so traveling out to the desert to tame lizards versus living in new york city to tame rats either way with the intention of teaching them to shoot blood out of their eyes to smite your enemies those situations they're gonna come and go you're going to be in a combination of those situations at all times, or at least be able to and have access to those different situations. You don't yeah. have to commit to one or the other. Yeah. You see, so far, this is the thing, is so far you've been asking a lot of questions about how you can use the rats or the lizards. And I, you know, I think that it is worth asking what you 
have to offer to the lizards and rats, you know? That's that's a fair, yeah. You're like, what are they getting out of this deal? Because if, if, you know, if, if you don't have anything to offer them, then why, what reason do they have to help you? Now, of course, you can, you know, threaten them into submission with your bloodsaw eyes. Yeah. And, you know, that's definitely something that's that's possible. But these beasts are not easily, you know, frightened. I no. mean, they're... they're, they're they're carapaces. Sh- they're, they're, you can't look- cut through their carapaces with your blood eyes. Yeah, exactly. So, you know... It's going to be, at, at worst, an inconvenience for them. Yeah. Also, they're lizards. They're dumb. They're, but also mice. But they're... Rats. But also rats. Rats and mice are surprisingly different animals. I'm sure. Rats just <laughs> look like really big mice until you, like, look at a mouse up close after being familiar with rats. The main difference? Balls. <laughs> it's, rats' it's... balls are weirdly big. And you could take that to the bank. <laughs> I don't think I could. Yeah, I think you can. I don't know what they'd do you if I did. Go to the bank and be like, <laughs> excuse me, rat's balls. <laughs> like, really, got... really big. <laughs> Have you heard the good news? <laughs> S- sir, can I help you? <laughs> Listen, rat balls. Just take a big sack with, like, a money sign on it, dump it out. It's all rats. <laughs> <laughs> Look at their balls. This has been a heist the whole time. <laughs> I'd like to make a deposit. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know they're safe. <laughs> So, um, um, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's all good stuff. I feel, I feel pretty okay with the answers we provided to this question. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's worth expanding on, on the pack of animals aspect in terms of, you know, a more general uh, in, a, in a more general sense, mm. you know, the, 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 uh, uh, um, I think that's the thing is that like, uh, either way, like we, there, there is this romantic idea of, of the lone wanderer, yeah. you know, of like just, just, just one person with like a fucking harpoon gun slung over their back, just wandering across the desert, you know, and, and that's, that again, that's a romantic idea, but it's a lot less practical than having a pack, right. you know, having, having companions, you, you, you're going to have to work with other things in order to do the things that you need to do. And if you can't find other people, they might as well be rat lizards, you know? Yeah. Or birds. Or birds. Or a dinosaur. Or a big, or like a, or like a weird, like a, like a strange kind of I see of you looking around human. the room. I see <laughs> you like, yeah, like looking around like, the room trying to find like, items to rip like, off yeah, of. A strange... I was, gonna, I was going somewhere uh, with uh, that. Uh, a, 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 no, I know, like a strange, like uh, a pseudo-human thing that like was maybe... Like, I don't know, like some, like, uh, during the event, a pregnant woman died, but, like, its fetus survived and mutated into this, like, strange thing that is... Jesus Christ, I've been reading... I started reading Berserk the other day. What did... (laughs) Like, uh... So, uh, (laughs) I'm... I'm... Wow. Um, That's how Berserk uh, starts. Anyway. Um... I was going... I was... I had an idea as to where to go. You're going to want to make friends with that because you got to make friends with something. Also, you don't want to be on that You're going to make friends with that big fetus. You're... Yeah, you're going to want (laughs) to make friends with the giant floating psychic fetus uh, that is named Magnus Rex and... Magnus Rex the mother fetus. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's really... It's... It, you're you're gonna see a lot of fetus based <laughs> monsters, yeah. Because birth will be more difficult in the world to come, but conception exactly. will be easier. No, see, th- yeah, see, that's the thing. Is like you ever wonder why uh, when like a horse is born, mm. it can just get up and walk. Well, but like humans, it takes like sometimes like a full year to get to the point where they can do that. Is because we actually 
horses go through like a lot more growing up inside the womb than humans do. Right. It's because of our big brains is that we actually have to like, we're born before our brains are like actual functional human brains. Yeah. Because like, otherwise our heads would be too big to get out uh, of a gene. So, <laughs> um, do you have to use that? Have I to had to make it, it funny somehow. My point being is that like our heads are only going to get bigger and it's only going to get more complicated. Yeah. So we're just going to like, you're going to come out of the womb just mostly a fetus. And with your, with your uh, uh, mutant super sperm... Uh, flying out of your dick at random intervals yeah, and seeking fully out, out of your control and like, completely autonomous and conscious <laughs> beings, microscopic, like almost like the cloud of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, what's, what's the we're looking for? Um, uh, biomechanical, uh, insects in, uh, Michael Crichton's prey. Right. Um, it's going to be a lot like, like that, just flying out of your penis in random, you you, know, you won't be able to predict it. You'll be trying to like, you know, tame a rat lizard beast and your dick will just make a and yeah. like all these uh this cloud of of doom will erupt from it and it will just heat seek towards the nearest vagine yeah. and uh conceive with or without your yeah. intended and it to will do be so. both pleasurable and painful in equal measure right it's going to be <laughs> which is how I, which is how i like it it's anyway, going it's, it's going to be violent and <laughs> involuntary and just and it will create a fetus beast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're going to be talking to your rat lizards and just Yep. And like so any so so what you're going to what you do is when I snap my fingers, you got to get got to climb up on each other and you're going to be able to use that in order to get on to yeah! <laughs> <laughs> They like oh, they make a, a terrifying this never happens to me, I swear. No, and they they're used to it at this point. <laughs> they just kind of they just kind of like they're like half kind of climbing on top of each other and then they just kind of get off and they're just like, "Okay, we got to wait for this to be done." And you just got to hope that none of those super sperm impregnate the rat lizard beasts don't even talk about that <laughs> i'm just saying it could happen it, it's too because then too you've got you've imagine. got this rat lizard fetus beast growing inside this rat lizard to the point where it's it's expanding and eventually explodes and lets out this horrifying screaming mutant fetus yeah. creature and now that, you have a son and you gotta take care of it yeah and it's it's a, a whole it's, thing yeah it's difficult but it's gonna happen and you're gonna get used to it you're gonna sire a lot of creatures yeah Look, um, and that can be your pack of animals. <laughs> yeah. They can be your defense. Well, is hey, your look, sons. Parenthood is a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> really? Gonna, it's, gonna, it's just going to be you and your horrible rat lizard sons. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and so, like, you know, teamwork is important. Uh, having a pack, uh, arming yourself with whatever is at your disposal, including your fetus beast rat lizard sons floating around and yeah. making psychic attacks and shooting blood from their eyes to, you know, protect you. Because yeah. they love you. So to summarize, Olivia, uh, just wait to come, and once you do, you'll <laughs> have an army. Yep. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> what, that's what we're saying with <laughs> words out of our mouths. All right. Season two! Yeah. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's the best I could do for the <laughs> air horn thing. Just a, a kind of quiet, kind of maybe police sound noise. I can make it loud. 
All right. The microphone is right under the piano. I don't know if any of you are wondering, if you were thinking maybe, oh, wow, did they plug the piano into the computer? And No, we literally just put my blue snowball microphone on top of the keyboard speaker. There's no soundboard. This isn't a studio. This isn't a real podcast. We're in my parents' basement. This is (laughs) as... Actually, I think that that is a real podcast. I feel like most podcasts are blue snowball... In the middle of your parents' basement. Yeah, in that most podcasts are unsuccessful, yes. Exactly. <laughs> in that most podcasts saying. nobody gives a shit about. So, yeah, you're probably right. I think that we are very much uh, uh, archetypical. Yeah. And that's... Our oh, next question... Right. Oh, sorry, you, you should say that again. <laughs> what? <laughs> Our next question? <laughs> Our next question... <laughs> This is actually, this is good, because this relates back, this kind of, this is, we can kind of piggyback this off the last one. Yes. Um, This is from a person who didn't leave uh, there a a nickname. That's terrifying. No, I mean, it's, they just didn't put like a... Yeah, I don't know why I said that was terrifying. terrifying. I I wanted to go in a direction where this was like a very mysterious person. This is, this, uh, a masked stranger (laughs) left, uh, slipped a note underneath my door. (laughs) The, the nameless wanderer. Has left us a yeah. message. Has left, has left his calling card, like the black like spot. <laughs> and now we're, one of us is going to die in yeah. the next three days. Uh, a, a kunai went through my window. Why do you keep using it's these words? It's a Japanese throwing knife. Okay. Okay. You know, like the knives from Naruto? Okay. <laughs> one of those came through my window with a note attached to it. See, I was and expecting <laughs> like, that was like the name for some Japanese specter or something. And I was going to be yeah. like, yes, a dibuk. That's... Gesundheit. Our next question. Yeah. (laughs) How likely is it, since raccoons have thumbs and are smart animals, that they could be the new rulers of the future wasteland? Also, how can I survive the raccoon uprising? You can't. Well, I mean, like, again, this is this is this kind of uh, this is this kind of what what we like to call the podcast stinking thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Stinking thinking. You can't be this neck. You gotta. You you assume that just because raccoons are are smart and have the means to act upon that intelligence, that they won't be benevolent rulers. You know. Aww. The the idea is that like you know how can I survive the raccoon uprising? You know, as if the the, the human uprising that has taken place over the last couple ten thousand years has 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 been. You you think they're gonna do a worse job? Yeah. At least they're small and cute and fuzzy. That's true. And they eat garbage. They eat garbage. And that's going to be really good for the environment, <laughs> especially be after the, the, the event, because the event, because most <laughs> things are going to be garbage. Wait, no, that sounds oh, like... Oh, no, that's bad. <laughs> like, if most things are garbage. Raccoons are going to eat some people and their belongings. Yeah. Of course. Because they're going to be... You're going to eat some people and their belongings. Right. You're, the, the line between man and raccoon is going to be <laughs> blurred. It's going to be... <laughs> As of right now, that line seems pretty bold. Yeah. But in just a few short months, yeah. that line is going to be very, very thin, and you're going to be yeah. able to like hopscotch across it. It's not even. It's not. It's not even like the way that we did with the last one, where it's like they're they're kind of mutated into the same thing. It's just that like you know, it's it's going to be more of like a Turing test kind of situation, How so? where where if like if you're if if you're, you know, if you're sitting on one side of a desk. And there's like a screen preventing you from seeing a person at the other side of the desk. And you're passing notes back and forth of that person. You're not going to be able to tell whether that person's a human or a raccoon. Right. The Venn diagram of characteristics between man and raccoon is going to have a very wide intersection. Yeah. You know, first it goes thumbs. 
then it has like emotional then then after thumbs comes emotional intelligence. Right. And then after emotional intelligence comes eating garbage. Eating garbage. And, and look, hey, they're one step ahead of us. Yeah. You know? They're actually more prepared than we are. Yeah. By a significant amount. If anything, we're going to evolve to be more like them. Yeah, and it's gonna be an improvement. Because, you know, you know what? What is you know uh, improvement? What is uh, 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 a mutation versus evolution? It's about fittestness, being the fittest for your environment and for right. the context right. of your existence. And so you might think of human beings as being the superior, most intelligent, most powerful species. You might think of us as dominant, but only because we've built the environment around us. Once this environment collapses and the sun has a gun. Mm-hmm. You we're not going to be the ideal species. No. Raccoons are going to be a bit more fit. Raccoons are going to be real fit. They're going to be real. They're going to be fucking yolked, man. They're, they're going to be cut. They're going to be shredded. <laughs> <laughs> gonna... You're going to step outside and you're going to see a bunch of, like, raccoons with, like, six-pack abs and the Adonis belt, you know, sex yeah. lines. You ever they're... seen a 6'10 raccoon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a... I'm sure you have. <laughs> um, and, and, and they're going to be more common. Yeah. It's really what I'm saying. I'm not... Obviously, we've all seen a 6'10 raccoon. We've all seen a really cut, sexy raccoon that's made us feel inadequate. And, right. And, you know, we've all, we've all had to deal with our girlfriends turning their heads at the sight of a raccoon. <laughs> and, like, you know, it, it making us feel a little emasculated. You know, raccoons can be... They got very, those masks. They're bad boys. They really you know? are. And you know how chicks dig that shit. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it's just... It's going to be a lot more common. So you're really not going to have to worry so much about raccoon uprising in the sense that they'll take power and more so that, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna steal your girl. Raccoons <laughs> are going to be really hot. <laughs> We've done this bit on the podcast before. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Not with raccoons specifically, but other beasts. Like, just a beast stealing your girl. Well, it's gonna be a big problem. Monogamy is a thing of the past. No, yeah, it is. And uh, look, we'll, we've made the same. Th- we'll come to the same conclusion, which is that you just need to be a little bit less jealous of the raccoons. Yeah, it, you know, jealousy. And that's what it comes down to. Is like, don't. Com- I think. I, I think if we're gonna take anything away from this whole thing, whatever your name was, is that look, don't. It doesn't do you any good to be jealous of the raccoons. That's that exactly. Don't compare yourself to the raccoons. That's that's correct. So 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 like you know take take all that and 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 you know keep it in mind, masked stranger. Oh wait, hold on, masked, the masked the stranger. Masked stranger. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, this, this is... email is definitely coming from a raccoon. <laughs> hey, how you, how you doing? <laughs> Um, I don't listen, know what, what, what the implications of that are exactly. It means but... that the person who emailed us is really hot. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hey. I'm getting nervous. How you... <laughs> I, you can't see me uh, <laughs> like uh, fanning my face with a limp wrist. We're both, we're both, blu- we're both, our faces are fully red. I'm blushing and so deeply right now. <laughs> we're, we're, we're fawning. We're... Hi. <laughs> um, I'm Will. <laughs> and you are? You're so tall. You <laughs> Can I feel your bicep? All right, so... Um, <laughs> None of it's raccoon things. <laughs> wow, your whiskers. They're just... So... <laughs> it's still a raccoon. Imagine... <laughs> I'm just like, a stranger at a bar and offer to buy them a drink. 
slide down next to him like hey what brings you come here often and they turn around and it's just it's a fucking raccoon <laughs> and and you're not turned off They're by just it like, yeah, like, you'll like it even more <laughs> hi there I like it a little spicy he's spicy raccoon maybe. <laughs> um, so um, Our next question <laughs> I really kind of would like to riff on sexy raccoon a little bit more you're more than welcome to I just want to talk about <laughs> sex lines just want to talk about the Adonis belt that <laughs> like, every the, raccoon is going to have. That's, that deep V? Yeah. <laughs> like, Raccoons are all going to have that shit. And it's going to be great. Anyway, hey, so can we I, can... Can I blow your mind? You, what? They might now. You can't tell with all that fur. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you might shave a raccoon. You might have a fucking sick V. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Yo, but but what that dig like? <laughs> what, what, like let's let's talk about it's a the good rest question. Of the raccoon sexual I'm, anatomy. Are you gonna, googling, googling raccoon penis? I might be googling raccoon penis. At I don't, this. You don't want that in your search results. Imagine the kind of Facebook ads you're gonna get now. It's gonna be for all like bad dragon shit. Ooh, they have a they have a penis bone. Yo, that's amazing. I okay, wish I so had like, that. I can. I'm seeing. Wait, is that? No, I'm seeing a lot of pictures. Of raccoon penis bones. That's fascinating. But not the organ itself. You know, all these animals that have, like, penis bones, really jealous. You know? They never lose it. You know? They, they, <laughs> they, yeah. There's... there's kind of good to go whenever, I guess. So this is more or less what... This is what the never bone... Mind. Never mind. I'm okay with not having that. Like. That's... It looks like the tool used to pull... This is very specific, but it reminds to, me... For mummifications? For that, oh my the, god! Yeah, it does. exactly what I was thinking! <laughs> the thing that you stick up the nose to scrape the brains Holy out. Holy shit! <laughs> it does look like that, doesn't Dude, it? how did you... That's... We thought these... I don't know. Like, this isn't a, a bit at all. We, it looks like a tool, and like that's the only tool that it looks like, because it looks like this weird kind of hook at the end. Oh, wow. Is this what you wanted? Question asker? <laughs> 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 Is this what you were hoping to get out of this? I don't know. Um, I want to write into Life in the World to Come to ask about whether or not the raccoons are going to take over the world. What's that? Penis You bone? would like to like talk about their dicks for several minutes? Okay. <laughs> well, if you insist. <laughs> well, that's what you get for writing into this podcast. Our next question. Um, this is a question from Alani. Alani asks, howdy. Y'all talked before about how people aren't going to know uh, what water is in the world to come, so I want to know, what is the status of water in the world to come? Is it scarce or dried up completely? How do we hydrate since piss can only work for so long? Well, let's just say that, the, yeah, okay, so like several generations in the future, uh, you've never seen water, but, you know, you've survived this long. How have you the been, legends. Yeah, how have you of been hydrating? Of this strange sand. Of, the, of, of, this, of this wrong sand. <laughs> of a fabled third kind of sand. That's a lot like pee in weird ways. Yeah. Yes. You have sand, slow sand, fast sand. No. <laughs> no. Because I think the, I'm not going to, I was about to recap a joke we did yeah, on we a different episode of the podcast. We shouldn't be like retreading old, old, old grounds. Yeah. Retreading old ground is a phrase that people use, I promise. I think you're right. Is it? Yes. Oh. Alani? Yes. Don't mention things we've said on the podcast before, because <laughs> you'll get answers like this. Right, because, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are only going to start tuning in for season two. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you gotta, so, we, we can't we can't be. It's a whole new it's a whole new world, Alani. It's uh, and it's a whole it's new, a new thing. fantastic point of view with no one to tell us no or where to go or say we're only dreaming. 
New Horizons to explore. <laughs> don't don't do this. Why not? Don't do this to me. Give me one good reason. <laughs> other other. Uh, give me one good reason not to break out into fucking song. <laughs> give me one good reason to not dedicate the rest of this podcast to a tribute to Alan Menken. Well, I guess I can't. I guess I don't have anything. There you go. I guess that's what the rest of this podcast All is. Alright, we're gonna just be singing You Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me and yeah, One I guess Jump we Ahead are, of the well, Breadline. I guess we are. Go that's ahead. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come on, big man. Uh, uh, come on, big dog. Let's uh, do it. Uh, 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 Hunt, uh, big dog. Uh, 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 hey, clear the way in the old <laughs> bazaar. Hey, you let us through. It's a brand new star. Oh, come be the first on your block to meet his eye. All right, that's all I have. All right, Alani, that's the best you're going to get this episode. That's what you asked for, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know, wanted a terrifying questions, circus Alani. cover we'll eventually... of <laughs> We're talking over each other way too much right now. What were you saying? I don't know. I was apologizing to Alani. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome to do that. I make no apologies for my behavior. I think that what Alani really wanted with this question was a spooky circus cover of Prince Ali Ababwa. And, and, I, and that's exactly what they got. Yeah. So, so you're welcome. Next question. Next question. <laughs> Is. Wait, do you want to? Okay. What? <laughs> you want to talk about water? We don't have to. We could. Do you have anything specific to say about it? Absolutely not. Our next question. <laughs> Is from. Nicholas. Uh, first, uh, let's talk about something that is not at all divisive and everyone is always polite about religion. Hold on. Did he just tell us what we're going to talk about? (laughs) Let's talk about you mother. (laughs) You fucking, you gotta, you gotta calm down, Nick. Yeah. Don't, you gotta, you gotta step, step off. Okay. Don't like, like you gotta fucking kneel when you approach the throne, motherfucker. That's right. I want to, I want to see the top of your head. (laughs) <laughs> that's like bowing. Yeah. I don't know why I phrased it like that. Try- I really regret it. I really feel weird about that one. Try- um I I wanna you to suck my dick, Nicholas. I, I wanna look down and see those eyes. Alright. Be be more respectful, Nicholas. Anyway. Yeah. Nicholas <laughs> Fuck. What kind of cults and beliefs will uh, the new people of the post apocalyptica follow? Wow, I like that question. What kind of cults and new beliefs? Well, um, I'm so hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry, I can't think. I just want to eat literally anything. Well, well uh, what are they, they going to think of religion? Religion will? is going to be food. <laughs> it's going to be something that people only, only, they can only keep faith in. Because food is going to be so scarce. Food is going to be your god. You're going to be looking for signs of it anywhere you can because this is going to be your only direction. It's going to be the only thing that, that keeps you going because it's, it's, I'm, I'm just, I'm, it, you, you have know, to believe. You got to believe in that big sandwich. Because that, that big, big sandwich <laughs> is, there's going to be no proof of it. No, you're but, not going to, that's the thing is that you will have just as, just as much reason to believe as a big sandwich as you do in God. Because you'll you'll you've never seen a big sandwich. There's no reason for you to believe that any of the elements that put together a big sandwich exist. Bread. What's bread? Briad. <laughs> this briad. This briad of which you speak. Hmm. It, and and um, is, is it is it like the dirt that I put in my body for sustenance? That's. Is it some kind of 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 compounded dirt? <laughs> 
We didn't talk about this earlier on the podcast, but Will's doing a weird diet. Shut up. <laughs> like, Dude, shut he up. He doesn't want to eat before 1 o'clock. It's 12.30 right now. I skipped breakfast. I'm really <laughs> hungry. And I just... Fuck. All right, so food is going to be your god. And I know that. I, I know it's going to feel like exactly how I feel right now. Food is my god. Food is my Jesus Christ. And and uh, you're you're gonna be you're gonna be chasing down that food because it's gonna be giving you purpose. It's gonna give you you know it's gonna give you comfort and it's gonna get, make you feel like that there's hope in your time of need. You know what? You're gonna look up at the sky and you're gonna you're gonna feel like there's food looking down on you. You know, at first when you when you first started going down this track, mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, this is nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> I just the thing is, Nick Nicholas asked us two questions. And the second question was... Oh, shit, there's more than one. Okay. Was, I'm also curious about the culinary traditions of the people of the future. Yo, what the what, fuck? What cuts of human meat carry the most flavor, and how will we cook each other? What oh, is the best way to serve piss? Yeah. I'm both... Uh, I'm quite uh, partial to a nice piss broth. Belly. Belly is going to be the cut of meat. So you're so, you can't even like you set up a question <laughs> that is was designed for you to be able to riff on it while hungry, and you're still just like, <laughs> the stomach is the. <laughs> like, so here's here's what you're gonna eat a lot of belly. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that like if you Could look he, at different at different uh, culinary traditions from around the world, it's all about what your ingredients are. Mm. And if your ingredients are your your fuck your buds, your bros, your friends, right? You're gonna be eating a lot of belly, a lot of that's because that's where the fat is. <laughs> exactly. That's where the good. That's where all the good the good stuff is, I guess. And 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 and, and you know you know <coughs> you know you know it's 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 all. It, Mm. It's about the context, all right. You know, like uh, like Westerners, we eat milk. Mm-hmm. But in the Far East, they don't eat milk. They don't eat that shit. No, because they drink it. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what are you saying? Uh, <laughs> See, here in the West. <laughs> We masticate our milk. <laughs> we lay, we wait for our milk to coagulate into a solid mass, and then we and then all get diarrhea, like bad and yogurt, exactly, and and we we get bad poops, and we think that it's just who knows why. But that's just how we do things here in America, you know. What were you saying? I'm saying <laughs> that the human body is naturally lactose intolerant, but I don't know why I brought that up. I was gonna make a point. I think about how yes, the culinary traditions of your region will be based on your environment. It'll be based on what's available to you. And so, yes, if all that's available to you is the belly of your buddies mm-hmm. and your boys, your boy bellies, yeah. you're gonna, that's what you're gonna eat. You're gonna eat your father. You're gonna eat your sister. And you know, you're the gonna eat all like, your friends. You're gonna eat what you have. And, like, as I think you might not have, like, you know, uh, like, spicy peppers if you want to get something spicy. Right. But what you do have is an old glass bottle that you can grate onto whatever you're happy you're eating. <laughs> It's gonna get that sweet. It's gonna get that little extra kick, you know. Yeah, and the, and 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 fuck, dude, I want to eat glass right now. <laughs> You're just uh, um, just like be, being in a genuine spot. We're like, oh, that sounds good. Just like fucking sounds like crunchy glass. Um, so twenty minutes, will twenty minutes, and then and then it'll be one o'clock. And we'll have been going right. for an hour and ten minutes. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna use this feeling, and I'm gonna dig deep into my 
my heart chakra mm-hmm. and find my creativity. I'm I'm going to hold on a second. Let me just like ohm real quick so I can like access my throat chakra, mm-hmm. which is the energy pool of self-expression. And I'm going to yes, I'm going to ohm ohm. Okay, cool. I'm serene now. I'm peaceful. I feel good. A little I enlightened. See, I can see. Very it. in the moment. You see this wild look in my eyes. <laughs> it's like that's that's so that's cool. serenity. That's this is serenity. <laughs> I know. I, I all right. So, <laughs> so here's what's going on. Right, just listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> You, you, gotta, you gotta make your eyebrows move a little. Yes. Okay. Uh, um. <laughs> so the the finest cut of human flesh is ass, baby. <laughs> just, you're gonna Probably, cut yeah. cut off a fucking booty, and you're gonna gobble that shit up, and you're gonna love. You're gonna eat. I should leave. <laughs> I, should. I love that. Did we, like, you, did we get you, to the religion part? You take like a good 40 seconds to like center yourself and the thing that comes out is like, you gotta eat ass! <laughs> you gotta eat ass! <laughs> Just... Uh, okay. Um, and about the religion thing, there's one uh, thing that I, I do need to bring up that I have, I have witnessed in my mind's eye. Yes. Um, is the dawning of a, of a movement uh, called called Gonboism, the Gonbo men, the yeah. Gonbos, mm-hmm. will wander the wastelands in silken white robes, always smiling, always glowing, with their hands out re- outstretched, ready and hoping to recruit you to their spiritual movement. And you know why? Because they're gonna be right. There is going to finally be a religion that is clearly and definitely right, and they that are gonna be able to be like, "Hey, God is right here. Check mm-hmm. him out. He's with us. This is my buddy God." And 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 you know how did that how did that uh, how did the Gonbos start their religion? How did they come to be? Uh, well, way back before the event, boys and girls, there was a little podcast called Life in the World to Come. <laughs> <laughs> and, and <laughs> that's right the one true religion and, and there will be there will be a a rotund bearded gonbo and a uh that's gonna um, be my new name uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, uh, a a gangly dewy looking gonbo just a, just a, there's gonna be a round gonbo and a long gonbo <laughs> and and they're going to tra- traverse the wastelands uh blessing and cursing people at their whim mm-hmm. and you will fear the gonbos because they will have literally the power of of the cosmos at their command they're the correct religion and so so watch out watch out for these, these watch out for these the, gonbos these gonbo boys you're gonna, gonna you're probably gonna want to join the gonbos if you ever you know wait, reach wait. them if you ever come into contact with them but you can't just convert to Gonboism. No. You can't just be like, oh, I found a copy of the Gonbo Sacred Texts, a.k.a. this podcast. I've listened to it, and I believe, and I am a member of the Gonbo faith. No, no, no. No, 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 no. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be five payments of two ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cheap. <laughs> well, That's, what's five, what's two ninety nine times five? Ten, uh, fifteen. Fifteen dollars, pretty much. <laughs> it's going to be... It's really not a lot. It's $14.95. Oh, I meant $299. Oh, okay. Sorry yeah, about that. No, it's yeah. going to be... Okay. So, 
And and you're gonna have to collect your robe. Yes. Uh, which is beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful robe. It was designed by my aunt Martha, who uh, rest in peace. She <laughs> well, she's not dead yet, but she will die. She will die. Uh, she's frail. She's not gonna make it. No. The it's a thing. The sun's gonna shoot her. It. You're. We're always surrounded by death in yes. the world to come, and that's why you need gomboism mm. because it's it's gonna be the. Fucking, I'm so hungry. Well, the thing is, like, well, here, look, we can't tell you what gomboism is. You they haven't made any of those payments yet. No. So with, with only five payments of two hundred ninety nine dollars, <laughs> you'll get the sacramental gombo robe. Feel better about yourself because you're gonna know what God is for real this time. The the one true God is the gone boy. Welcome back to Gom Boys, our new <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Season two. It's uh, fucking Christ. We're fucking getting it together now. Yeah, let's get some let's get some foley of that straw going in and out of that. That's that's the good stuff. Our next question is another question from Nicholas. Nicholas is more than one question? Well, the thing... I think this is actually a Nicholas question. This, this Nicholas sent us this question before the other question okay. that we got from Nicholas. So, so this is an old... That, this is actually... This is a question dated from over a month ago. This is what happens when you don't do a podcast for a while. Wow, we haven't done it for a month? I don't know. We might have just not... I forget when the last episode came out, but... Anyway, <laughs> Nicholas asks... This is a cool question. How will languages evolve after the apocalypse? In history, when a civilization experiences a traumatic event, it can usually be present in the language, like how English has separate words for animals and meat due to the normal due to the Norman invasion. Also, how will goblins be involved? <laughs> well, I really that's an interesting question. Because a lot of our language in the world to come will be informed by the language of the goblins. Yes. A lot of people will become goblins. This is the thing. They're, they're, they'll either become goblins or they'll kind of assimilate into goblin culture. Mm. It's the kind of thing, you know. It's, 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 it's almost like, how to put this? It's like, you know, finally white people will get to understand what it's like to not be a white person. Because mm. goblins are going to be the new white people. <laughs> it's like they're not like better than us in any way. There's just a lot of them. And 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 if you're wondering where these goblins are going to come from, yeah. some of them are going to be people who turn into goblins. Mm-hmm. Others of them are going to erupt from the earth when the mantle and the the core switch places. Yeah. And some of them are just going to be, you know, it's 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 less of a genetic thing and more of like a state of mind, like the Mandalorian. From Star Wars is the Mandalorian. I I haven't seen it. Well, all right. It's not a species. It's a culture, and that's the point. Okay, well, <laughs> that's see, that's... All right, see, see, see that's, that's, that's the thing. Is like, a, a goblin can be so many different things. Um, but goblin culture will um, absolutely uh, be the dominant culture in the world to come. Uh, when the Earth's crust peels back and goblin DNA becomes introduced into the general population, you know, your clouds of flying sentient sperm erupting from your penis are going Mm -hmm. to be infected Mm -hmm. with goblin DNA Mm -hmm. because goblin DNA comes before the goblins. You see, goblins, sure, they'll shoot it, they'll jump out of volcanoes and go, and, you know, they'll be everywhere, but they'll also be 
be arising, like, they'll be emanating naturally from just... They will spring from our loins. We've... Goblins have already kind of existed within us. Yes. Since the dawn of humanity. It's just about unlocking goblin potential, which isn't going to happen until the air turns inside... What? Turns Turns into cum, I think we said. I said... I I was about to say inside out. out. (laughs) Um, I don't understand what I meant by that. Until... (laughs) Until look, the, the visions come in, in strange flashes. We don't always necessarily <laughs> understand what. All, like, all I know is that the the environment, the 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 very ether around us, will become infected with more like vibrations that are mm. unlike anything that the 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 world has seen before. Uh, the the rays of the sun will be bouncing off of objects differently. Mirages will be just, like, constant. Yeah. And because the air will be so full of these new substances and new elements, they'll be changing what we are at our very core in a lot of ways. And it's, it, it's different than radiation. It goes beyond radiation. And it will be altering our loins in such a way where they take new shape and create new beings. And some of those beings will be goblins. Yeah. And that will be either through goblins uh, psychically impregnating people, or it'll be through goblins just happening. Or through goblins just old-fashioned impregnating people. <laughs> exactly. Impregnating people the regular way. You know. Uh, and through sex. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Um, so uh, I, I say all this to, let, to, to explain to you, goblins will be involved in almost everything. And goblins will speak a very different language. Yeah. And so I guess to answer your, your question, um, the word uh, table might be... Uh, right. And the, and the word, uh, I don't know, fork mm-hmm. might be like... And um, the word podcast might be gargle. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to you got to work on your accent, man. I'm really like <laughs> I've been I've been studying for months trying to get like the inflections just right. And you're just coming out here. I'm, you couldn't sound whiter right. I'm, now. I'm not an expert. <laughs> like, I look, I <laughs> I don't. I, I, I <laughs> It's it's hard, all right. I'm I'm. It's it's no, like it's, it's a whole different kind of. You're speaking from a whole different part of the palette, but you got to be sensitive, okay? And the, and the conjugation in goblin language is so different. There are so many more tenses. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. It, it's very difficult to wrap your head around. It's like fucking German, mm-hmm. like goblin language. Yeah. Like you know how like uh, various languages have different genders for just nouns. Goblins are non-binary. They have yeah. tons and tons of genders. And so and all of them, every, each of them, there's a different, every, every tables are, well, that's the thing is that there's no word for it. Right. And so <laughs> it's, it's, it's really hard to wrap your head around. And also in the world to come, gender will be a much more fluid thing. It's just yeah. not just gender, but sex, you know, all together. It's going to be very, it's going to be wild, baby. I'm going to, I'm going to be really, I'm going to enjoy it. But, <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, the point is that, um, it's 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 gonna be a it's it's gonna be a, a whole mishmash in the world yeah. to come. See, that's and the thing so, is that like I didn't want to call you out on this on the podcast, but like the thing, um, you know, garble that that can be depending on how you pronounce that that could be podcast or it could mean shit bastard, <laughs> and I don't like. 
That's the thing, is that's why you gotta pay attention to stuff like this, is because you don't want to confuse a goblin. Yeah, I, I guess it's, you know... Um, you ever seen a confused goblin? You don't... I, I, I have. I have had visions of They of don't deal with goblins. Well. No, they are not... They, they, they want to be kept in the loop, and if you, yeah. if, you, if, if you confuse them, if you make them feel like they don't, you know, like, they're not, like... On the uh, on, in the know, yeah, they 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 approach most problems with knives, so you don't want to be one of their problems. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Goblins are kind of they're they're gonna really inform our language because they're gonna be really they're they're gonna be one the most prevalent race, um, if not goblin, then you know goblin human hybrid, um, and. You know, it, 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 because they're also just going to be, they're going to, the greater numbers, it's going to make it so that we have to learn how to speak goblin. And goblins are going to have to learn how to speak human languages, too. Yeah. And so all these languages are going to turn into a series of grunts and howls and screams. And, um, and, and, and that, that's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be very expressive. It's going to be, it's going to be, if anything, it's going, the, the, the palette with which you have, uh, to paint, uh, your, your word tapestries. <laughs> it's gonna be, you're gonna have more colors to work with, <laughs> and and <laughs> like we do on this podcast, paint word tapestries. Yeah, that's uh, you paint like how people paint tapestries. Got <laughs> 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 what a tapestry was. <laughs> um. So, uh, you know, you might want to start brushing up on your goblin right now. Yeah. Because they're going to be fucking everywhere. And you're going to have to learn how to get used to that. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just going to be the world that you live in, you know? Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not going to be all that different from a goblin anyway. Goblin, human being, eh. You know, raccoon. Same shit. Different. Same, different, same, same shit. It's just, same it's just. Shit, different bag. Look, the, we all got, we all got two arms, two legs. Maybe an extra two arms, depending on how lucky you get. Maybe we're very strong. Maybe we're very strong. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> our, our next question. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get get into it, baby. I got the fighting spirit now. You got it. You're in? Good. I'm yeah, in, baby. We, we Look have, at me we, wiggle. We got, like, one more question. That's, fuck, why? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guess we'll do that. Uh, next question from Charlotte, who asks, hi guys, uh, what will happen technology-based uh, long-distance communication in the world to come? Basically, how will I contact my online friends after the apocalypse? Now, this is interesting, because we have, we have, we, we've, we've started to mention this, which is that, like, most long-form communication, or long-distance communication, uh, will be done via crows. Right. That said, the crows aren't, aren't, aren't particularly accurate. It's more about kind of like sending a message out into the world and hoping that someone adjacent to the person that you're looking for comes across that crow. Then, how, like, how are we gonna? How are you gonna get reestablish contact with your internet friends? It's gonna be it's gonna be tough, and and it's it's but um, <clears throat> it's gonna be tough to keep con- keep in contact with people. And the type of communication that you're gonna be able to do is gonna be gonna be very different. Yeah. you know, there's gonna be no sexting with crows. Yeah. Um, and by that, I mean, you're not gonna be able to text a crow and, and send <laughs> like, him a dick pic. Um, unfortunately you can't do that anymore. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm very let down. I feel very let down by that when I first had the vision that I won't be able to sext my crow. Well, here's the anymore. thing is that you can still sext a crow. <laughs> you're capable of it. You are not going to be able to use that crow for sexting. 
yeah. Look, yes, can, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. You can yes. send your dick to a crow. You can you, send your dick to you a crow. Send, you can cut, you off, can your cut off your dick, put it in the box, <laughs> and mail it to, to a crow. crow. <laughs> you can have some Whether or not that crow is going to get that penis to its intended location. Right, because you're going to need another crow to send <laughs> that box crow. to yeah. this crow. Exactly. If you have online crow friends that you're trying to send a dick pic to <laughs> right now, you're not going to be able to do that very easily. I think... I'm assuming that's what you're talking about, I guess... Maybe. Um, <laughs> boy, I hope Charlotte isn't a child. Um, <laughs> um, you know, same. I, I think I think what you're going to need to do, Charlotte, is just start training the crows now. Yeah, is, is get is get you know get figure out who you want to stay in contact with after the event. It's not going to be as many people as you think. You know, you're going to go through that list, and you're going to be shocked when you realize how few of these people you need to stay in contact with. Oh, yeah, because, like, fucking, you know, it's, f- fucking, who cares? Yeah. You know, like, like you're gonna, you're gonna be more worried about pragmatism and keeping the friends uh, who will help keep you safe Yeah. more than you will about, like, keeping the friends who, like, you, like, you know, enjoy the company yeah. of. No, exactly. You don't need friends. What you need is an army of rat lizards, okay? Right, yeah. We've talked about this already. Right, and, but... You don't need friends. You want, you might want friends, right? So you're gonna want to you're gonna want to contact them, and you're gonna want you're gonna say, hey, I. It's a long story. I can't explain. A podcast told me to buy a crow. I have one. I've sent you one. We got work to do, right? And they're gonna want to train those crows to go back and forth, right? And 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 that's gonna be a big part of communication in the world to come. Yes, there's gonna be a lot of of of, of messages via crow, um, but. You know, that won't be the only option. Um, it'll be the most prevalent option because it's going to, be the, going to be the most accessible to the average person because there's mm. going to be fucking crows everywhere. Yeah. Most birds will be crows. Just reach up into the sky and grab. Yeah. There's like an 80% chance you're going to come back with a crow. Yeah, because, like like I said, most most birds will become crows and... You know, a lot of people will too, and so just like there, there will be crows coming Look, from a variety of different sources. Be, being a crow isn't so much a species as it is a culture. <laughs> like Disney's The Mandalorian. <laughs> 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 so, so you um. So start start training your crows, but um, when it comes to keeping in touch with your online friends, um, there won't be an internet. Yeah. You know, not for you anyway. On, in the moon colonies, yeah, there will be internet. There'll be plenty of internet. There'll be too much internet. Exactly, but that's a closed system. You right. Know? You're not, you're unlikely to ever end up on the moon unless you, like, are one of the very, very powerful. Now, one of the, the one of the many uh, alternative to crow options is going to be <clears throat> is is going to be psionic waves. Mm. Um, it's it's more than likely that you'll have some amount of psychic abilities once the event occurs, um, just because the types of radiation, the zeta waves flying through the air, and you know all of the protons that come to life and you know start partying. Um, your your brain's going to take a different shape in a lot of ways, and it's going to come out of your head in a lot of ways, like, like it's, it's probably going to be exposed. Yeah. Um, and that's actually, believe it or not, that really actually w- will make it so your thoughts are louder because they won't be stuck inside your head. Yeah, no, it's you like know? an echo. Ch- you, never, you know how like, it's always so easy to hear your own thoughts? It's because of the echo. Right. 
It's because they're loud because yeah. of the they're reverberation. They're just around inside your skull. Right. Once your skull is opened up or your brain mm-hmm. has mutated to the point where it's protruding from your skull, uh, your thoughts are going to... Uh, you know, they're, they're going to be allowed to, to fr- float more freely. You know, if you're the kind of person who's, like, very online right now, and if you're listening to this podcast, that's pro- you probably are, you're going to be, that you're going to be, you're already going to have a lot of, like, the, the kind of, the, uh, the, the habits and, and, and kind of uh, best practices uh, that you need for navigating the astral plane. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of things that it has in common with just kind of like being really active on Tumblr these days. Yeah, it's... Just it, a lot of people with a lot of thoughts, and they're just kind of putting those thoughts out there. You know, it's not clear whether or not there's a demand for these thoughts, but they're there. Right. You can find them. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, you know, um, uh, you're, 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 if you're currently very online... You're going to be one of the people who probably gravitates towards brainworm usage for most of your communication. Now, it's it's less, it's more direct than crow, but it's less reliable mm. because the signal is only so strong. Brainworms can only carry so much signal, um, but you will be able to take dick yeah. pics with your very own eyes, and yeah, so that's no, really you, exciting. You, you can't, you can't also like you know, you can't trust anything you you, you read on the astral plane. Yeah, it's all like anyone can put anything there. It's all, it's all just like it's a lot of fake news. Yeah, uh, and crows can't lie, so <laughs> they can't, they can't tell lies. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. Actually, the the it it was it was it was cut out of the final copy of the script, but the movie Liar Liar uh, was, it, was, was, was actually originally about a crow. <laughs> uh, um, they changed it so that they could they could cast Jim Carrey as yeah. opposed to you know a, a crow. crow. But <laughs> there's there's a couple of they did a couple of screen tests that you can find on YouTube where he's just in a full bird outfit. Yeah, he's got and, like a like a beak and like big wings and stuff. That's actually what the original the, the original story was. It wasn't that the child. That his son wished that he couldn't lie. He said his son wished that he was a crow. <laughs> and then, and he went, I wish my dad was a crow. And then bl- uh, blew out the birthday candles. And then all of a sudden, feathers start sprouting out of Jim Carrey. And he was like, Rah! and he did some Jim Carrey thing. Yeah, he just did a little, yeah, it's, it's pretty know, easy. It's just it's some, some like, you Imagine know, Jim Carrey doing a crow thing. It, it's not hard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very 90s physical comedy. And, yeah. you know, uh, he, uh, he's, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's it feels accurate. You know? Yeah, unfortunately, they didn't end up going with that. Is concept, it like yeah, the, I'm sad the, about the it. one the one the movie that came out is just a wild fantasy that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but originally, it was a very practical cautionary tale, right? And that is, do not wish your do father not, into a crow. Do not do not wish for your father to be a crow <laughs> because he will become is a crow. Your, your father will become a night fowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do not wish that your father become the dark bird. <laughs> um, that's, the, that's the interesting thing, is that um, the reason that the human mind hears squaw when a crow makes a sound is because crows speak truths that the mind does not want to hear. Mm. You know, the, the human nervous system just blocks it out because we're not ready to hear the truths yeah. that crows speak. Because you think that you can tell the truth, but you can only tell so much of the truth at a time. Well, that's the thing. is like, you think that, like... Uh, they're, 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 like 
imagine what it must mean in a subjective universe to only be able to tell the truth. There's very little that you can actually say. Right. See, most crows are fully capable of human speech. It's just that, like, you never hear them talk because it is so it is it is difficult, bordering on impossible to say something that is 100 percent true 100 percent of the time. Right. So yeah. they just go with scraw because it's easier. Right, it's and convenient. then there's all, like, semantic distinctions and everything. So crow language has evolved past the point of words and into the point of more just expressive sounds. And um, so, you know, in the world to come, this will be even more true. Um, and uh, so, you know, that's the only reason why crows don't talk is because everything that a human being says needs to have some level of untruth in order to just function practically. Mm-hmm. You can't address all situations in every word you say. Yeah. Most human language is kind of, uh, you know, it, it's sort of very subtly based around, like, the idea that, like, human beings are, like, like real and, right. like, living creatures and not just, like, a big pile of carbon that somehow tricked itself into thinking it's alive. Right. And crows are not operating under that illusion. No. Crows are actually a lot smarter than people are in a lot yes. of ways. Um, in most ways. And, um, so, uh, you know, I, I, th- so does that, does that answer your question? Does, does it answer your question? <laughs> about yeah, a crow cannot about lie. About mass, mu- mass communication. The answer is crows cannot lie. lie. <laughs> is that Because like? they are too wise. <laughs> and, uh, and have, <laughs> have mental <laughs> abilities that you cannot fathom. Um, and, uh, that's, that's... And that's why you want to trust them with your secrets. Right. They won't tell your secrets. They're they're too honest to tell exactly. your secrets. Because your secrets are nothing to them. A crow's word is its bond. <laughs> it has to be. If you get a crow to agree to something and then they go back on that agreement, that's a lie, and then they go to hell. So, like, <laughs> that's... <laughs> Then the seal is broken, and the devil comes and takes them back to hell, is what happens if they lie. Or they'll just be, you know, they'll be caught by one of the many Satans that's going to be running around. Yeah, exactly. It, I swear to you, almost every corner you turn, there's going to be a red man with a cape holding a pitchfork going, <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to just be like part of your regular life. Yeah, just waiting for you to sin. Yeah, just he's, like... he's, he's, he loves that shit. <laughs> yeah. He's like, come <laughs> on, do some sinning. And then you you go no Satan and you you uh, I I I'm I'm sorry I'm just I I I keep thinking about Satan's <laughs> just I keep thinking about, about it. a bunch of Satan's <laughs> and there's gonna be so many Satan's and you're gonna... be a lot of Satan's a lot of Dracula's like a lot of <laughs> no a lot of Frankenstein I'm not doing Dracula's anymore <laughs> it's Satan's now. <laughs> Season two, we're doing Satan's. It's all Satan's. <laughs> we're doing Satan's now. Um. <laughs> um. Uh, a lot of, you know, it's a couple of, it's a bunch of Freddy Kruegers and Jasons and, and Satan's. <laughs> and you know, when, when they talk about, like, the devil went down to Georgia looking for a soul to steal, he was in a bind and he was way behind, he was willing to make a deal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be like that all the time. It's going to be fucking playing fiddles and shit. It's going to be yeah. actually really annoying. It's going to be, if you like bluegrass. It's going to be great. It's going to be cool. There's going to be a lot of fiddles. Here, this is, uh, you know, look, more, more, more than anything uh, in, in, in the world to come, more than you need a bunker, more than you need to stockpile canned food, more than you need a weapon, you need to just get real good at the fiddle. 
Right. You need to be as good at the fiddle as you are humanly <laughs> capable of being. Because there's going to be a lot of Satans going around challenging you to fiddle contests for, right. for stuff. Yeah, and um, when I when 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 we say uh, a lot of Satans challenging you to fiddle, I mean like it's gonna happen like most days. Yeah, like it's gonna be like <laughs> I don't know why this is immediately where my mind went, but it's gonna be kind of like Yu Gi Oh. If Yu Gi Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be like how people think about the Yu Gi Oh card game in the in right. the in the Yu Gi Oh anime, right. but instead of the card game, it's playing the fiddle. Right. And it's gonna be for yeah. those of you who end up with forearms and a lot of strength. Lucky you! You're gonna be able to play two fiddles at the same time <laughs> no, and, and seem I like a much even better fiddler. Think of that. that. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So, um, and some of you people might like end up with fiddles embedded into your body just due to radiation. Radiation does like whatever it wants. So you know, you might become yeah, you might get a fiddle. You might get a fiddle. Yeah, you know, you, you, your hand might turn into a violin, um, but you better make sure you, that you, you can get your hands on some rosin. Yeah, because otherwise your hand is gonna be useless. Yeah, and that you have another uh, an, another extra hand to play the the, yeah. the neck and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be like your your forearm. You do need two hands down. to play a violin. You do. Ooh, actually, that's good. If it's like if you have a if you have a violin growing out of like your forearm, right? But you still have a functional hand that can be used to play the neck. That's the ideal situation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you're gonna need that for fighting the devil. Right. Zuh. All these you're gonna be fighting <laughs> Satan's all day. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be, be fiddle-dueling. Hey, are we getting cheeseburgers or what, baby? Let's do that. It's been an hour. We don't have to edit this one. We have not... Uh, yes, we have... We have... Where? We can yep. just go back to uh, Life in the World to One. Life in the World to One. Life in the World to Come classic and just not editing it. And it's fine. Because this has been good, I think. I have not felt confident in any of the things that have come out of my mouth. No, but you that's been your opinion of the podcast for the last, like, nine episodes. Oh, that's very true. So, yeah. And they've all been pretty much fine. Okay, well, um... Hey, write in and tell us if the last nine episodes have not been pretty much fine. Okay, Does yes. Will have an anxiety disorder? <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> or uh, are we making uh, a bad podcast? Vote in. I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. I think we might true. be making a bad podcast because of my anxiety <laughs> disorder. disorder. I mean, I'm not diagnosed or anything. I don't think I have an anxiety disorder, but I am very nervous, and this podcast is bad. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, if you'd like to, if you'd like to ask us questions, everybody, uh, write in to life in the world to come at gmail.com. Leave us a dang rating on iTunes. Just do it. Can we can we get food and then come back to this? I mean, what else? What else? It's is season there? two. We might as well keep you know keep the quality coming. I love what you've been doing with the editing. Let's uh, end the I, podcast. Okay, and then get food. And then maybe once we get food, we'll maybe do some more stuff. Okay. But it'll st- this will still be the end of the podcast. So they'll have no way of knowing whether or not we edited, edited this. Or so not. we're going to take this chunk and put it at the end. Yeah. Because it's good. Oh, so this is the end of the podcast. This is the, we are ending the podcast. Either, either this is the ending that we cut off and moved to the end of the podcast, or this is just organically the end of the podcast. And you have no way of knowing. There's no way. You're an idiot. <laughs> you fucking, you, you fucking, you fucking sheep. Fuck. Use your brain for what's in your fucking lives, <laughs> you idiots. Anyway, leave us a good rating on iTunes. Yeah, we, we've, <laughs> we've given you plenty of reasons. Follow too. us on Instagram. Life uh, in the world to come at gmail.com. Uh, uh, 
someday a Patreon. Maybe. Do me t- t- tell tell me that you you'll you'd like a Patreon so that I have motivation to finish the thing I want to finish before we make a Patreon. That's the thing um, you want to finish. I want to do a thing okay. for the Patreon, okay. but I don't have time to do it. I get that. So maybe anyway. Hey hey. Thanks hey. for <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Rate us on iTunes. Send us an email. Uh, g- goodbye. Fuck sure. Hey everybody, it's it's me, Chris. Uh, it's I, it's me. I'm by myself. Will's gone. Um, I just wanted to add a little something to the end of this because we forgot to mention that uh, Will and I made a movie and it's coming out in like a week, two weeks. Yeah. Um, Will's a musician and he, he filmed, uh, one of his concerts and we made like a whole little like mockumentary thing around it. It's a feature length movie. It's like, I don't know. I forget what the final cut is. It's like an hour, 40, hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes. I'm not sure. Um, but it's good maybe. And it's coming out on February 7th on, uh, Amazon. Um, how much, for how much do we, does it cost (laughs) for how much does it cost? Do you ask? I don't know. I asked Will and he didn't he didn't have the pricing information, but it's going to be there on Amazon if you want it. And you should, uh, because I I would like to Uber a little bit less. Um, So, yeah, uh, buy our movie or rent our movie. Uh, It's The Real Real Wood on Amazon, February 7th.